You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. Celebrating Ringo Starr's birthday. Sad over the death of Charlie Daniels. Which, yeah, I mean, Charlie Daniels, that's another guy who you like, you have to separate his art from the artist. Like, fiddle player, badass. You got your fiddle back from the devil. Good for you. But as far as your mark of views, I cease to listen to you at that point. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's an old white guy, so I mean. An old southern white guy. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, there's not. There's not a whole lot of open-minded rednecks, you know? There's a few, but few and far between. We're going to have yeah. to play that song now. Not not many, not many, but, you know. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, we're seeing we're seeing that, uh, we're seeing that division right now. So. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's just the whole, <clears throat> the whole content of Trump's Mount Rushmore speech and the support for the Confederate flag. Dude, that was a different country. Like, that wasn't the United States. You do understand that, right? (laughs) And, And the song that they played coming in. Yeah. What was it called? Uh... It looks when, like it looks like Jerry Owen, but it's yeah. actually it actually has a Gaelic uh, pronunciation. Uh, okay. So that yeah, I'm not so, gonna try to butcher. So that was the the official battle tune and nickname of the Seventh Cavalry Regiment under the command of Lieutenant Colonel George Armstrong Custer. Boo. And so that's that's the song that he chose to uh, to play before the fireworks. So I mean, that's intentional. Oh yeah. Like, the, the song has come to symbolize the the wholesale massacre of Native Americans at the hands of white people. Like this is this is one of these things that people know it. And this is the same time that his supporters. We're telling these people to go home when they were on their their own land. It's it's just like I don't know, man. It, it it's crazy to me, man. It, it, it's just like we talked about. It's a level of ignorance that I just can't even get to. I I don't understand. I just don't. I don't want to understand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and and for the natives that still support him, I I I'm just I'm dumbfounded by it. <clears throat> it's really shocking to me how many how many brown and black people he has that are his supporters. 
Like, okay, for example, yesterday I had to go and, you know, do my mail run and my, my errands and stuff for my grandma and, you know, you, you guys, you guys usually like to get your paychecks and stuff. So I had to do all that. And I go and, um, to Anadarko Walmart to pick up some medication. Okay. The pharmacist had a mask on and gloves, but nobody else. Everywhere else that I went in Anadarko, I went to go get my COVID test. Everywhere else I went, all the natives had masks on. None of the white people had masks on. Went to the post office, um, had to get gas, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so. We've seen this this movie before. Yeah. Yeah. And And so. We've been through this. And, you know, and on top of that, most natives aren't Republican. Right. And Republicans, this has become the the sign of being Republican without your mask on. Oh, you're you're badass, you know. Okay. Well, uh, but it's it's not just that, you know. We always talk about, you know. I I guess I mean like my folks weren't Republican, but I doubt very seriously my folks would be wearing masks. I doubt it. I I doubt it very seriously. You wouldn't be able to talk my folks into wearing masks, you know, and, and I, think, I don't understand that well, either, but point, they wouldn't wear seatbelts. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some people that are just hard headed like that. You know what I mean? But, but it only takes somebody close to you getting sick or passing away and it makes it all real. And I mean, even even the fact that people aren't passing away at huge numbers with this disease, there's still a lot of damage that's done to the lungs, to the respiratory system. Like some of these people ain't never going to be the same again. They like we don't, we really don't even know what the long term effects of this disease are going to be. You know, my my uh, my dad had uh, tuberculosis whenever he was young, and he ended up having pneumonia every winter after that you know what i mean his whole life he he knew he was gonna get pneumonia or uh bronchitis or something every every winter because of that tuberculosis uh, and it didn't kill him thank god it didn't kill him but he you know he he dealt with that the rest of his life so I mean, we we don't know what the what the long term effects of this is going to be on people. You know, they're just like, oh, they recovered. We don't even know. I mean, we've already seen people that are getting it again. So it's not even necessarily that you're building up enough of an immunity to it to not catch it twice. That's just, and it's <laughs> no. incredible. It's it it really does show like this like who cares about their community and society and others around them and who don't and you can see it like these families there'll be whole families unmasked yeah you know i just don't get it and meanwhile i'm like trying to like tuck and roll in every business that i go into 
post office, wherever. Yeah. You know, just so I can limit my exposure to these people, to any of these people who refuse to take it seriously. But I was happy to see that all of the natives in Darko and Carnegie were taking it seriously. But I know there's some of you Indians out there who aren't. And you really want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, be part of the demise, further demise of your Indian people? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do when you you get your folks sick end up getting your your kids sick or you know what I mean like yeah well and it goes it goes far beyond that I mean these schools are thinking about opening oh yeah they're they're given the option to go online or go to class and it's it's just well and okay so let's let's veer off for a second and talk about that. So parents who don't have childcare alternatives who have to work and things like that, i.e., you know, lower income families or, you know, even even, you know, two income families oh, yeah. have a hard time with that. So those are the kids that get to go back in the classroom. Gonna have to. Yeah, have to. These other kids the kids that can afford it, the kids whose parents have no worries, the kids whose mommies can stay at home all day. They don't have to expose themselves to it. Now, will some of those parents go ahead and send their kids anyway? Probably. I'm sure they will. Just to get them out of the house. A lot of those parents that could afford to stay home and keep their kids don't want to keep their kids. I mean, they would have already been, you know, homeschooling them anyway, if that was the case. They'd be at camp right now, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, plus those are the people who think it's not real anyway, so they don't care about sending their kids to school because it's it's a hoax, so it doesn't matter. And then you have these these kids, these brown kids, who have whose parents have been telling them diligently, wash your hands, wipe that down. Where's your mask kind of things. And they get to go, and even if they wear masks and everything, those kids who have been completely left exposed this whole time are more likely carrying that and are more likely to infect a kid even if they are wearing a mask. And then they're talking about (laughs) having them wear masks at school. All for this hoax. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, I know that they've gone into the first trials for vaccine. So at least they're trying some stuff out. Um, You know, if everything goes, goes good, then maybe we'll have something pretty quick. I mean, there's. A lot of the same people ain't going to take a vaccine either, though. (laughs) (laughs) Anti-vaxxers. I mean, at what point do you admit that you're pro-choice? At what point? (laughs) 
I mean, come yeah, on. It's that it's only I mean, you know, it's only pro life when you feel superior to a woman who has to make a difficult decision. That's that's the only thing that makes that pro life. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah we can get into uh, that. You know what? That's a whole other thing. And maybe we need to maybe we need to bring the expert Garneau in on that one. Um because, you know, And it's the same with education as it is to healthcare. You know, I mean, abortions are always going to be able to be um, obtained by by people who can afford them. That's always going to be a thing. That's always going to be something that's available to uh, senators and congressmen and rich guys, mistresses and daughters, you know. That's not going to stop. Yeah. And it, it, they don't believe in abortion until it's their daughter. Yeah. Until it's, a, until it's about, um, you know, not ruining their, uh, somebody's life, you know, because at that point, their kid, their, their daughter, their wife, their mistress or whatever, or their public life is what's more important than the life of that baby. But the whole other time, there's something, you know, a life is a life and you can't kill a life and all this shit. And, and I mean, it's a, it's the same thing. Like, everything that a lot of these Republicans are staunchly against is the stuff that they're doing behind closed doors. Like, they're all against the LGBTQ community, but they're the first ones out there trying to buy a little boy on the street. Trying to get like, laid in the Minneapolis airport. Yeah, like just wild stuff. Like, <laughs> and, and it's like they they do all this, you know, anti-drug stuff, and then they get caught, you know, sniffing uh, coke off a of hooker's butt or something. You know what I mean? Like, they just they're the they're the epitome of 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 just this hypocrisy. And it it really starts with that Christianity, the, the hypocrisy of American Christianity and just the, the way that things are twisted and the way that all this Christianity and and um, nationalism is wrapped up together with with this, you know, to try to cover up what what is really racism. That's absolutely right. So as you can see, we are fired up today. We are some fired up, restless Indians. We are. And if you can't hear that, you hear, hear that hear that wolf calling in the background? Yeah, about to be joined by a big bear, big giant fuzzy bear, and maybe a snake or two, maybe an yeah. eagle. So yeah, you start seeing, and I, I know, I'm starting to notice this. Like I'm starting to notice, like the animals are are moving around. Like, uh-huh. can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I have wings. So, but yeah, <laughs> restless natives. So. Oh yeah, this is a, gonna... this is a bad mix. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we're gonna give it hell because that's what we do. We're indigenous. We're independent, and we are them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.